You ready? Yeah. All right, where's it going? What? I was thinking, do we just want to go with awkward silence? Nah, we'll uh, do something here. We, we could start with that music I was talking about earlier and just leave it for Andrew to... Fun, pleasant surprise later. Yeah, if we had some music or something like that. But. I'll pull up a YouTube video later. I mean, now that we've told him, oh, okay. he's going to know it, but oh, okay. I think it'll still be funny. Well, so when, when you read what we're doing to you, Andrew, or uh, hear it, j- just comment something funny in the, the group chat or something. <laughs> we'll go from there. Oh, man. And so, in, in, in listeners, in case you haven't figured it out yet, we are completely... He's going to uns- probably cut this before that. You think so? I mean, I would hope. If not, it's going to be really funny. <laughs> oh, all right. Oh, my. Now you're dropping everything? That's my phone. Did you just break all of our equipment? I dropped my phone. It's an OtterBox case. It'll be fine. Okay. What was I going to open oh. with telling you a joke. Oh, well, we can start with that. How's, how does a dog tell another dog a joke? I have no idea. Knock, knock. <laughs> Who's there? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Dad jokes. Yeah, I saw a uh, main thing on Facebook the other day of that. I love those. They're so funny. That was me. Ah, probably then. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Episode 55. Is it really? Yeah. So we're actually going to talk about some off-road stuff, or how how are we doing this? We probably should. I mean, that's kind of what we do. Oh, I guess. At least what we're supposed to do anyway. (laughs) All right. Let's talk about some trucks and stuff. Yep. Oh my God, John. <laughs> I, just, I want him to leave that. <laughs> Please leave that in here. <laughs> it's time to hit the trail, lock in those hubs, and throw it into low range. Because you are listening to Wheel It with Keith and Johnny Orange. Broadcasting from the Thin Line Off-Road Studio. They're here to talk about 4x4s, trucks, and everything to do with enjoying the great outdoors. Buckle up. Here's your hosts, Keith and Johnny Orange. Okay, so this is the first time we have jumped over uh, a week. Sort of. Because... Technically, we should have been recording episode 55 last week. Yeah. We already got called out by one of our super fans, uh, <laughs> Riley Winters. I'm sorry. What do you mean, I'm sorry? Super fan. I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't like the idea? You don't like that word or what? I don't know. It just seemed a funny thing to say. Well, he was like, hey, did I miss something? He sent us a message or he posted to the wheeling page. Did mm-hmm. I miss something? Where are you guys? <laughs> you know, uh, so I had to explain to him, no, the live shows that we did last week mm-hmm. were the, you know, that yeah. was, it, but those were not episode Special 55. Episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So for our <laughs> listeners out there or fans of the show, episode 55 was not what we did last week. Instead, we helped use our equipment. To do two live stream shows from Foxfire Fixin's restaurant. Live concerts. Yeah. yeah. That was a blast. It really was, wasn't it? That was it? a lot of fun. Yeah, both of them. Both of them. I liked them both. They were on two separate ends of the spectrum. Yep. Yep. I, I, 
I like the loud concert stuff, um, typically a little more. I, I loved Kenny. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I didn't by any means, but yeah, I like the big, loud, multi-piece stuff. I love the crazy guitar stuff. That was awesome. Well, yeah, that was... <laughs> so, um, Friday night, we had Kenny Lang, the country singer. Uh, he does his own original stuff. He also does... Uh, he covers some classic country songs. Mm-hmm. Single... Man band, acoustical guitarist. Yeah. Uh, he, what we did is we set up all of our podcasting stuff. We set up our video. Andrew, the producer, and John put a lot of effort into this. More uh, Andrew than me. Yeah, far. Andrew put a ton of uh, work yeah. into this. Got huge, every- huge shout out and props to him for making it happen. Without Absolute. him, this never would have happened. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, and then we did a live stream free concert from the Foxfire Fixins restaurant. Kenny normally plays on Friday, Saturdays, mm-hmm. anyways, there. But since the shutdown, he hasn't been able to do that. Yeah. So we brought him in. Of course, we did our social distancing. Uh, we had everything uh, all set up for him, and we did a really high quality live stream. We had a couple of technical glitches with the yeah, we had some video streaming quality issues in the beginning there, but we were able to fix that thankfully. Yeah, about some halfway that, through. Yeah, yeah. Reached the limitations of the uh, wireless internet there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But then Andrew figured out he, he had to kind of bring the resolution down. Yeah, it was or something. the setting on the cameras. We were we were putting out at a certain resolution. The camera was like a step or two above that, so the computer had to down convert it before broadcasting. Yeah. So we set that to the same, and it smoothed everything right out nice and even. Yeah, so that was uh, that worked out pretty neat. Oh, and, yeah. and you know what's nice is uh, we did share those concerts, so you can go back and watch those mm-hmm. concerts if you'd like. It's not all music, you know. We were doing every few songs, we'd take a break, kind of promote the artist. Um, you know, Foxfire Fixins, of course, who hosted it. Sure. And then uh, you know we we got our little plugs in there for us too. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, it really wasn't about us though. No, it was no, just it was about, about them. bringing something fun. Yeah. Uh, to the community and worldwide, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's really cool about what Kenny Lang did is he is very uh, involved in the War Dog Memorial, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he played that song. You got a little tear in your eye there. Yep. Did yeah. his, uh, he's got his War Dog song, but the the War Dog Memorial. He um, I, let me back up here. Andrew had set up a program through the uh, Andrew the producer did through the uh, live stream where people could donate or. Um, uh, tip the performers originally yeah. and that's all it was good we originally did this so the performers who normally work for tips anyways could yeah. get some money but both the performers decided to use their tips for the better good mm-hmm. and uh kenny donated i believe all maybe a portion no, I don't he wanna, did he did say all of it all of, of it, all yep. of his tips to the war dog memorial which is an yeah. awesome cause uh, in fact, why don't you speak on that? You you talked to Kenny more about the War Dog Memorial than so I did. So basically, it, it's kind of set up like the Vietnam War Memorial, a big granite slab with, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, with all the names of all the, the war dogs in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And the, the whole place isn't just for Vietnam dogs. It's other war dogs. I believe he said the first one started about World War II. And then, uh, you know, up to present day, police dogs, therapy dogs, other military dogs are all interred there. And... I don't remember the numbers, but I know it was in excess of 42 or 4,300 dogs served in Vietnam. 204 came home. And And even those ones did not get to live a good life after they came home. Probably not, unfortunately. He said they were brought home, quarantined, and then unfortunately they were disposed disposed of. The unfortunate thing back then, 
you know, dogs were considered military equipment. Yeah. And almost any war, you know, military equipment is left or unfortunately in this case destroyed. Yeah. So it's a really, really sad thing to find out about. But this memorial has all those names of all those dogs in their ranks on the uh, the plat or on the the granite display, which is awesome. Seriously yeah. cool. It pays homage to you know those other fallen heroes who got zero respect. You know, it's so. something I had taken from that too, and he told us about. And I don't know if it was all of the military branches, but mm-hmm. at least the one he was telling us about, where the canine units that are in the military outrank their handlers. Yes, yeah, that that, is that was awesome. Is that all branches of the military? I believe it is because I I thought I had heard that before, uh, but ba- basically the gist of it is, you know, when when a handler is paired with a dog. The dog is assigned one rank higher than the handler, and the reason being, you know, in subordination to an officer, you know, abuse towards an officer is punishable within the military system. Yeah. So, uh, not to say it happens, but probably has in the past, you know, abuse to an animal. Now it's your superior officer. Well, that's officer, unforgivable so. in my mind anyways. Oh, agreed. And we'll, we'll, my, I have very, very, very strong opinions on that. Yeah, no, I think we share them. We'll, um, we'll leave that alone because I get very angry very fast. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't mean we're anti-hunting, but um, no, no. Th- there's no reason no, to ever abuse be abusive. to an animal. No, yeah, absolutely no, not. Anybody. Anybody. But animals in particular, completely, did, we'll just stop right there. Yeah. <laughs> so so anyway, so, so Kenny. Awesome, awesome cause. Yeah, his awesome yeah. cause. Um, Great I, song. I believe too. he raised around, what, $70, $75. I know it's not a lot, but I mean, it's something. I, I don't remember. Maybe 90 bucks. I know I know a couple of the, uh, which was really awesome, a couple of the waitresses oh, at yeah. um, Foxfire Fixins who um, are really just employed there right now for deliveries and takeouts and yeah. things like that. Uh, they they were working, um, doing some deliveries, mm-hmm. and they would pop in and kind of watch from the distance the concert while yeah. it was going. And a number of them donated five, ten bucks to the cause, which yeah. was really really cool. Oh, absolutely! You know, any of that kind of stuff, every bit helps, which is awesome. Yeah, so. and and so uh, then the next night, uh, so that was Friday night, and then mm-hmm. Saturday night, Ooh, that we, was a wild night. Yeah, we brought <laughs> in the band Eighty Six Noodles, who we've talked about before. I've worn my oh, uh, T-shirt, which you can see a couple episodes ago on uh the youtube speaking of which if you are oh. listening to this uh there is no video it's, you're gonna be for staring it. at a picture of us this week i'm sorry yeah i don't <laughs> know if he's gonna upload it to youtube or not um probably should you think so yeah. yeah there but there is no video and that's because andrew's off he handles all the video end of things yeah. And uh, so we're doing an audio-only episode because we do want to bring you an episode this, this week. This is back to our roots, the old uh, table, TLO Studios. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, which, speaking of which, uh, uh, you know, I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, and really, I, I do need to talk about that. <laughs> um, so 86 Noodles, mm-hmm. uh, Saturday night came in. They are, uh, by their own definition, a... Uh, um, rock band a rock cover band mm-hmm. 80s 90s early 2000s yeah and uh with a twist and oh, yeah. so they uh perform their songs their own version a lot of times of these songs yeah. uh they don't try to completely mimic the voices no, of they, the performers they have their own twist to it they make it unique they make it an experience yeah really which, i mean it really is you know the, the singer joe's her first name yeah it's uh so they're they're actually a married couple joe yeah. and dave matthews 
Yeah, so um, they... So they're not the Dave Matthews band. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> they no, they'll, they'll interact. You know, when there's an audience, they'll interact. She's interacting with the camera. Yeah. There was unfortunately a part, they, they got us singing a little bit, and uh, Mr. Andrew... Not only did he turn on our mics, I don't know if you knew this, he turned on our mics and the video when she's trying to get us to sing that part. I saw a portion of it. I think I'm just going to like forget that it exists. Uh, <laughs> that, that's that's why these uh, cups are such a strong mix. Tonight. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, not, not, I know I was not on point. Well, yeah. I, it, was, it was a ton of fun, though. Oh, and, God, it was a blast. Um, and then Mikey the drummer. I don't, oh, yeah. Sorry, I don't know Mikey's last name. I but uh, he even came on a couple times. Mikey and, Garrison, maybe? Uh, I'm not sure. That's not. It's a joke. He'll get it if he listens oh, okay. to it. <laughs> uh, Mikey, you ever watch South Park? Uh, it's been a while, but yeah. There's a character voice he kept impersonating the whole night. That character's oh. last name is Garrison. Uh, Mr. Garrison. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Yeah. He was <laughs> impersonating it. It. He was doing Mr. Hand. Oh, I didn't even realize it. So, uh, <laughs> anyways, Mikey came in. I hope he's listening to this. And he... Uh, he tried to plug and push for their cause a little bit. Yeah. Uh, on the the live stream that we did there, uh, eighty six noodles donated one hundred percent of all of the tips that they received mm-hmm. to the Marine City Fire Department. Yep. Which was super super cool. Oh uh, yeah. You know that's that's our local fire department that does serve where Fox Fire Fixins is, mm-hmm. and they serve uh where i live yeah. uh which would be the you know like i said the thin line off-road studio this and that it was just awesome that they oh, did yeah. that and they raised uh i i think we were we said on air it was something like 120 or 125 i think it was 125 yeah but as they were breaking down for the <laughs> night same thing couple of the waitresses uh for foxfire donated a few more dollars and yeah. they were able to uh, bump that up a little bit, I believe. Yeah. I, I could be wrong there, but yeah, they it was it was pretty nice. Oh yeah, yeah. Again, fantastic job, phenomenal show. Everything went well. You know, again, we had a couple minor streaming issues, which it's Facebook Live that happens. Yeah. I, I watch a lot of different live stuff on Facebook throughout the week. Stream issues happen. Yeah, there's some friends. Uh, the page I was on last night. There were some streaming issues. You know, we it was one guy in Canada, one in Chicago. And one in New Zealand. <laughs> so there, there were some issues there. It happens. But, like the Zoom or something, it. yeah. Yeah. So. Well, uh, tell you what, buddy. Uh, I know we really haven't talked truck stuff or anything too much, but um, I, I think that it's time for a quick break. And when we Sounds come good. back, uh, we have a little bit of 4x4 four four news. Sounds and good. I think we should talk about some of that stuff. And then we can roll into uh, touch a couple things. This isn't going to be a tech-heavy episode. Yeah. It's going to be uh, – we're just – Obviously, we're we're just kind of talking about things that have happened oh, yeah. in the last couple of weeks here. I got a little bit update on Pegasus too. Perfect. Sort of. Let's yeah. talk. Let's talk when we come back. Sounds good. I gotta grab more ice. Hey, it sounds like it's time to swap out that old engine for something better, John. Yeah, man. But I have so much into my trans and transfer case set up already. I don't want to change those two. Sounds like you need to call Quick Draw Brand Adapters. They specialize in conversion bell housings for nearly all diesel and gasoline engines, including the new 2.8R Cummins. You know, I like weird engines, though. I want something different. Then you definitely need to visit quickdrawbrand.com today. They have those hard-to-find parts. They also have used diesel engines available. You can call them at 513-446-9654. Cool, I'll do that. See what they have. Thanks. You all... Oh, yeah, yeah, we're going. We're going. You're, you, so you're all set there. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Um, 
four by four talk or, or four by four news four mm. four four minutes i'm using the wrong word today uh four by four news yeah we've never I, used four by four minutes before no it's museum minutes four by four news yes yeah or off-road news or we take one week off you forget all our terminology i am back i man. am back to my day job i was called back monday because mm-hmm. of uh, we, they finally a job came up that's considered to be an essential worker because in michigan oh. here uh, of course, if, if you're in other states, you might be fully back to work now as well. But in Michigan, our uh, lovely governor has pushed us to uh, May 28th now, I think, is the yep. stay-at-home order. And granted, most people are not listening to it. They're they're just done with it. I know I'm done with point it. Point in case. Yeah, point in <laughs> case. I don't even care anymore. Nah. Um we were gonna get it. We'd have already had it. I'm, I'm, we're yeah. not gonna get into the politics. We of did that, that political episode a while ago. Yep. It was fun, but we're gonna uh, stop there for now. Yeah. So, in any case, <laughs> I'm back to work. I'm mm. I'm operating most nights on about five five and a half hours of sleep. I know that my fiance Stephanie, she can do that all day long, no problem. Uh, you can do that. Yeah, I can. I I, I regularly my, my one job. I regularly work three to four hours of sleep a night. My brain stops functioning uh, if I get less than seven, seven and a half Mine's hours of sleep. Two, two yeah. No. I've learned how to function very well on three to four hours of sleep on the regular. I Mine, de- I get laggy around two hours after I've been up for about 12. Yeah, my ideal's about <laughs> nine and a half, so... Uh, <laughs> No, I'm serious. I mean, ain't no amount of beauty sleep gonna fix that mug, Keith. Yeah, well, it's not beauty <laughs> sleep. It's just my my brain. So if I'm mm. confused, but anyways, four <laughs> by four talk. Uh, d- today's recording date is May 9th, two thousand twenty. Is it? And uh, I have wow. a little bit of news. Uh we really can't call this the Thin Line Off Road Studio anymore. We can't. Thin Line Off Road is Studios has such a nice ring. You no, know, we're gonna we're gonna come up with something else. It might be oh. Keith and Johnny Orange, or we'll figure out something else. Keijo. Yeah, weird. <laughs> That's weird. Sounds like I a, don't know. sounds like a Japanese sushi bar. Um, oh yeah. But uh, maybe no, not that then. Thin Line Off Road officially. I I've kind of hinted at it for a while. Um, as of today, I filed the paperwork with the feds and and the state of Michigan and everything. Uh, I have shut down Thin Line Off Road. You done killed it. I did, and you know, I had I had my reasons for mm. it. Uh, it. It I have had another business in the past. Mm. This one, I enjoyed it, but the direction of where I was going with the business, uh, some of the goals changed around. I'm not really interested. You know, I'm running. I'm working literally two different jobs right now mm. for other people that it. Then it's not. I know I could just let it just kind of exist, mm-hmm. but even the cost of say running my QuickBooks every year, yeah, paying the extra taxes, keeping all the receipts for it, and just the time. And I started kind of doing a time study on it. Mm-hmm. Even the little bit of stuff I was doing with Thin Line Off Road, yeah, you know, was you know taking me you know an extra ten hours a week, and it's like Oof. five ten hours a week, and and that. It adds up. It does. It adds up. Yeah. I can work somewhere else. I can make better money doing that. And mm-hmm. you know, I enjoyed my my days. I enjoyed the idea of thin line off road. But I, if I ever, I, I think I probably will go back someday mm-hmm. to having some sort of off road business. I, it's not going to be tomorrow, but yeah, I think that uh, well, tomorrow's Sunday. So yeah, it'll I mean, be it, it would be it'll be different. But I I really feel that what what did you just say? <laughs> I mean, emotion went. That one went over here. What, what went over my so head? So I might have it again someday. It says, "Well, tomorrow is Sunday." So might have it some. Oh my god! 
Such a bad pun. Such a bad pun. Jesus, John. Uh, so, anyways, no, I'm just John. I'm I'm really feeling that our studio business potentially mm. getting into the business of being able to uh, rent our equipment to say performers, bands, and things that want mm-hmm. to come in. The the barn out there desperately needs work that I have to yeah. break into very soon. It's gonna it's gonna be. You got the coronavirus? No, no. I've spent two days standing outside in the cold and the wind. No, you got the Rona. No, I've been drinking rum. I'm fine. (laughs) So, uh, I've been drinking too much to have Corona. Trust me. (laughs) As much as I didn't want to budget it right now, Mm -hmm. and I am limited on time, I do not have a choice. I have to get some sort of roof on that barn by winter. I believe it. I mean, have you been out there lately? Not in a couple months. It's collapsing. That's how bad it is. I get on that. I can't get my four-wheeler out right now because one of the beams sagged enough that the door Ooh. is, uh, yeah. I, yeah. I'd, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm going to have to cut the four-wheeler out of the barn. That's awesome. <laughs> That's not awesome, no. <laughs> what we need to do is you just got to get really, really hammered, get in there, start it, run it, and drive really, 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 really fast. Oh, and, uh, no, 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 no. No, you got to have someone outside go, oh, no, oh, no, like three times. And then you just come busting oh, through yeah. the wall, and I'm going, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so cheesy. <laughs> so cheesy. Uh, I love the construction videos where people do that, though. Just uh, bust through the wall. Man. You, you, you have to tell me. And I, I, you have to have done that at least once on one of these demo jobs. Maybe only five or six times. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, there's no videos, unfortunately. We tried to video Aww. it once, and... It was. It just didn't work out. Like Palmer, I think we had it on the the wrong camera angle or something. Or the we had recorded a selfie. the guy recording it the whole yes. time. Yes, yeah. No, nice. I was the one jumping through the wall. But nice. Yeah. No, I'm really disappointed. I wanted. I would wanted to see that. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do it eventually. <laughs> I like it. I like it. But uh, getting back on track a little bit, I don't have much four by four talk except Project Excursion. Um. I have figured out that uh, what I thought was an injector issue is not an injector issue. Oh. Went and checked my oil the other day. Mm -hmm. Two and a half gallons low. Because that has to do with injectors. It does. (laughs) Oil-fired injectors on that thing. Oh, now make me look like the idiot. Yeah, yeah. Got it. 7.3 diesel. (laughs) So the high-pressure oil pump does not work effectively if it does not get enough oil to it. That would make sense. And... So that's my test now, but it's leaking oil profusely from somewhere near the top of the engine. I talked to a local diesel performance shop the other day, and I said, hey, I I'm not, do not have the time to rip into this thing. Mm-hmm. I'm back to work. I'm working a second job. Uh, you know, we're doing this, the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it takes time. All, yeah. all this oh, yeah. takes time. And I I said, you know, he says, well, it's it's either blah, 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 blah. It's all on the top of the engine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he kind of gave me a ballpark, He's, you know. But, uh, you know, I said, well, I'm going to keep driving for right now, and it's leaking mm-hmm. oil like a sieve, but. Does it leak as bad as mine or worse? Sounds like it's leaking worse than mine. Two to three gallons between oil changes? Yeah, gallons, it's, not it's quarts. probably close. Is it really? Co- no. You probably change your oil more frequently than me. So I, I'm I'm pretty faithful at about five thousand miles on the seven three. I, I go about six on mine. When okay. I remember, I'm, I'm probably a little overdue right now. 
I really should probably do that, actually. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I, that's my indicator. I've noticed that when it's about a gallon and a half low is when it starts to do that weird, like, kind of misfire thing ah. and until it warms up. So now I know that it, when it starts to do that, it needs oil. So I don't necessarily have to check the oil <laughs> daily. Sorry, that's awesome. <laughs> so it tells me. I mean, yeah. it holds four gallons. Jeez. It's a four-gallon oil change. but Nice. You know, speaking of which, speaking of oil changes and things like that, you know, talk some some car stuff at least here. Mm. I'm working down at the uh, restaurant, the Foxfire restaurant, doing some mm-hmm. construction for him here. A couple uh, last week, week Fox before. Foxfire Fixins, Marine City, Michigan. Yeah, Foxfire Fixins. <laughs> we eventually, we just need to do an ad for them or something. But we should. Absolutely. Um, I'm down there working. I'm mixing this on air. I don't. Yeah, care. I don't care. Whatever. No. Um, so I'm down there working, and uh, you know, my brother comes out, the one that runs the restaurant, and he says. Uh, Hey, uh, you know, waitress so and so, her car's not running very good. Uh, mm-hmm. Could you take it on delivery and see what's going on? I <laughs> says, and she drives a Cadillac station wagon, one of those STXs or SE. I don't even know what it's. Mm-hmm. A, it's a Cadillac station wagon. STX, not an SEX. No, it's not an SEX. No, uh, and uh, it's definitely not an SEXY car either. Uh, <laughs> it's missing a headlight. It's got a smashed Ooh. in fender. The the That's the windshield. Cooking. I'm pretty sure she's mowed through a couple of crowds of people with and uh oh so it's a mustang yeah pretty much <laughs> <laughs> and so i take this yeah, thing i gotta for, add coke to that that's I, too much i take this thing for a drive for like 20 miles and mm-hmm. i'm like man and i get back and i said to her i said you know that car sounds like it needs some oil i said it also needs wheel bearings and an alignment <laughs> and a tires and you know i just started listing yeah. off all this it's just it's a completely ragged out car. She said, well, I put oil in it four days ago. And I'm like, well, okay. I said, well, maybe it's nice. It's just, yes, you got some, because there's some like, knocking and stuff going on. And every light on the dashboard's on. So I'll just tell her to put some 1540 in it and it'll be fine. Well, so, you know, my brother goes out there and checks her oil in the thing. And there's not, I mean, there's nothing. So she needs longer dipsticks, what you're saying. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> there is no oil in it whatsoever. And so she calls her mom, and her mom, her mom's the one that gave her the car. And her mm-hmm. mom's like, she's like, hey, can you bring me down some oil? And and her mom's like, well, yeah, maybe in a little bit, blah, blah, And uh, she's like, why do you need it? And she's like, well, my, my car's out of oil again, you know. <laughs> and uh, she's like, well, I told you, you got to put oil in it every day. And she's, <laughs> and she's like, and she's like. What do you mean every? No, that's not normal. You don't put oil in a car every day. You Generally, no, no. That's that's. Uh, and she gets in this huge argument with her. I mom. I mean, I was over, weekly with my Buick. She but. gets in the in an argument with her mom over the phone, and <laughs> she's like, "That's not normal." She goes, "You don't." She goes, "You don't even put gas in your car every day." No, <laughs> unless like, you drive a lot. No, <laughs> she's like, "You don't have to." I just was. I'm laughing out there, and so her, nice. her poor Cadillac. Uh, yeah. Nice. But uh, anyways, you said you got some 4x4 news or yeah, something, Yeah, a little buddy? bit. No, I'll show you a couple pictures oh, here. Oh, sweet. I've been waiting to... I'm going to wait until these are done to have the, the full picture. Um, so you remember seeing the Fox Shocks? That's just one of them. I saw that online. Yeah. 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 Is there a brush in that? Did you brush paint those? That's aircraft stripper. I removed the blue. Um. <sighs> How do they strip on aircrafts now? They got to wear the mask and gloves and everything. Yeah, that's only in first class, though, right? I don't know. They they put a pole up in the middle and it just happens. I've never had I've never been in first class. No, so it's aircraft remover. It's uh, an extremely caustic paint stripper. Mm. So let me see that and I'll show you the after picture. Yeah. 
So, so those people, like when you see on Facebook and it's like they live in crazy places and they live like an airplane in the woods that's, mm-hmm. and they just park there. Is that how you get rid of the old airplane? Just I guess. Pour the aircraft from over on so, it? So, <clears throat> I haven't wire wheeled them yet, but I got rid of all that nasty blue. What are those, off a Raptor or something? Uh, no, they were actually from a Chevy. So, it was from a Chevy lift kit running dual front shocks, rear Fox, remote mm. reservoirs. So I'm yeah, taking, why is there six of them in that picture? Because I bought six of them. I'm rebuilding the four and selling the other. You're two. not doing the 1987 thing and putting multiple shocks per wheel, are you? No. Oh, okay. No, there's the, so that well, you can't tell which ones are. Are in you the actually picture, rebuilding but, them or just yeah. repainting them? <clears throat> I, I'm not repainting. I'm clear coating them once I polish them up. Okay. I have seal kits, new oil, uh, new bushings, top and bottom for them. I press the old bearings out. All right. The the two I'm selling are gonna. I'm gonna. There were two bad bearings. I took two of the good bearings from the other ones that are going in there. Okay. And then those are going to be for sale. Huh. But yeah, they're Fox Remote Reservoirs. I picked them all up for 160 bucks. I've got, call it 220 into all the parts to rebuild at new bushings. They're, it's about $1,500 worth of shocks right really? there. Retail on those is 250 a piece. So you're selling two of them? I'm going to sell two of them, yeah. Mm. What are you going to be getting on two of them? I'm gonna probably list them at like 200 bucks for the pair. Probably well, a little higher. You know, I mean, you know, the specs is like what the max compression and length is and everything on them. Not off the top of my head, mm-hmm. uh, but I have those. I mean, I can get them. They're right there at home. Well, I I just so. don't know if like they'd work for the Brat Pack build or anything like that. I can get you the numbers. Yeah, might I mean, as they're well. they're the, the the racing shocks, the half inch shocks. If you want the bearings, though, I can get the other bear. Or if you want to use bushings, I can take the other two okay. out. Okay, well, I'll take a look so, at it. Take yeah. a look at it. Uh, speaking of Brat Pack, I was under the hood of it today. I did not doing any work. I was showing our <laughs> new treasure, Dan Blair, from uh, for the museum. Mm-hmm. And I guess kind of rolling into museum minutes there, unless you got anything else for 4x4 Talk. I had a little bit update on Pegasus. Yeah, go ahead. So I got the fuel filters replaced. But you gotta, let me show you that picture. Does it run now? <clears throat> it always did. It just didn't run well. Does it run well now? I mean, it, it does, yeah. So let me go to that's close. I ripped the old one apart. The one that's solid Ew. black there, yeah. What the, what the heck is that in there? That's a fuel filter, my friend. No, what is the what's the round thing in there? It's a cartridge filter. No, this. That's the part of the that's the bottom cap. Oh, it's just like jammed up inside of it. Well, no, I ripped the material off. I I just destroyed the filter to get inside of it. The one oh. on, the, on the left of that picture is a new one. Those are like one of those like those are like grommets stuck in it or something. No, it's let me see it. I can. No, I. No, I got another I, picture. My eyeballs are not that bad. I can see what I'm looking at. You can see all the other pieces of it there. Okay, that makes more sense in yeah. that picture the way that looks. But so I just ripped it apart to see what it looked like. I mean, it was black like oil coming off of that. Oh well, yeah, but so I mean, they, it, yeah, they'll run on oil. Well, not when they're plugged up though. That's no. a filter. Was that the whole issue? Don't know. I so I took it on the same test drive I did last time. Mm-hmm. I, I made it to, you know, where it stalled out the first time and back, no problem. Yeah. So I drove it further down the road. Um, Twenty five minutes into it, I thought it may have done it again, but it was an extremely windy day. And if I get a solid headwind, I'll get a little bit of a power reduction going up a hill. Okay. It it did what it usually does. In the conditions I was under. Okay. So I continued driving it. I went back the other way, passed home, going to another destination. And I got up over 60, and it did do its low power thing again. It Mm. stalled out. I mean, it didn't really stall out. It just died. 
But I let off the clutch, fired right back up. I just ran it about a minute, turned around, headed home, kept it under 60, and had no issues the rest of the drive. Uh, so all I did, you know, I did both filters, filled them with seafoam, cranked the living hell out of it till it finally started, ran it half an hour, let it cool, test drove it. Okay. Uh, I did put five gallons of fresh diesel in there. Um, I pumped some out per your suggestion. I pumped some fuel out into a container, let it sit overnight. It looks perfectly fine. So, so there's no water contamination or anything like that? or Well, I don't know. I mean, it, nothing separated from the fuel that came out of the tank The that was in that container. The secondary or the primary filter, so under that in that picture, there's a spring, mm-hmm. and that was full of some kind of gunky gel stuff. I've, I've seen that once before in there, the first time I changed the filters. I don't know if that's normal. What I don't color know. was it? Clear. Actually, I, 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 I don't know too. what that would be. I do know that you can get a bacterial growth in diesel. It's algae. Or algae, yeah. Yeah, that's that's not algae. No. I don't know if that's the gel from the water and it just separated that, into that. that. That does look like a water contamination to me. Yeah. The the secondary filter. So I dumped that into just a water bottle container that was dry. Uh-huh. Uh, there is definitely a little bit of water in the bottom of that and like the same looking gelatin stuff. Okay. Um, those both been sitting in the garage for a couple days now. I haven't looked at them today, but it runs great. You throw some diesel anti-gel or something in it. Well, I, so I treated the fuel in it, 10 gallons. I treated that with diesel 911. And then, like I said, when I changed the filters out, I put a whole can of uh, seafoam between the two filters. Okay. And then five gallons of fresh diesel. So it's, it's well treated. It's probably a little over-treated. Okay. So, like, I was talking to my dad. He's thinking I might just need to just run it for a while. Yeah, sometimes that's all it is. Like, when I yeah. drove down to Florida with Project <coughs> Excursion, I had a bad tank mm-hmm. of fuel, and it took me, like, three tanks before it got right. And that, that's what I'm thinking. Run this down to a quarter tank, fill it up, yeah. do that twice. Yeah. You know, the only downside, like I said, it, maybe it's just a fluke. Maybe it was just the one time. What, I was doing between 60, 65 on M19 there. That's when it did it. So my next test drive is going to be keep it below 60, see if it does it. If not... Then, yeah, I'm just going to run it down to a quarter tank, fill it up, run it down to a quarter tank, and then I'll try it again over that. You know, for for those of you who are kind of confused or maybe you haven't listened to all of our old episodes, Project Pegasus is John's TJ Jeep. Yeah. uh, That, yes, is a diesel. He has swapped in a Mercedes OM617 five-cylinder turbo diesel out of a 1980s car. Yep. And... uh, (laughs) So yeah, he's, trials and tribulations. Yeah, he's had a lot of trials and tribulations <laughs> over the years, uh, getting that thing kind of dialed in, tuned in. The, the number um, one, th- well, the number two, number well, number one and number two things I've learned on this one: do not, under any desperate circumstances whatsoever, throw an old can of diesel in there. Makes for a bad day. I don't know, man. I mean, so well, it's not. A co- <laughs> I mean, it's got a, a Bosch injection pump on it. Yeah, but it plugged the filters up. Well, I mean, yeah, so. I used to run everything in my old <laughs> Cummins and all that, but, you know. Yeah, that's a Cummins, though. This <laughs> is a Mercedes engine. It's it's that finer high class of BS, whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, it's running, it actually, it runs phenomenally well. So whatever that seafoam cleared up in that injection pump did yeah. well. Yeah. So hopefully it's just needing to run this out and get rid of it. Cool. You know, the, the my can of fuel that I keep a spare in the garage of, 
I usually I usually use that up and replace it every at least every six months. That's a good idea. So yeah, yeah and I treat it when it goes in the can, unless I'm going to put it right in the tank. So yeah, it's uh, it needs to be done again. I I don't know. I just I hope this takes care of it, and then I got to get these shocks done now. Yeah, for that's, sure. It's so bad. It's not even funny. Yeah. I mean, there is. It sagged my springs out. Gotcha. Like I should probably really replace them. <laughs> it's bad. But hey, you live and learn. Yeah. That's what this whole thing's about. Uh, you know, so. it is. I mean, that's the hobby. You know, you're always tinkering and you're just figuring yeah. things out as you go along. Yeah. Um, speaking of th- figuring out things as you go along, museum minutes a little bit. Uh, we're obviously still closed to the public. Speaking of minutes. Do we want to hang on this uh, now and then go to a no, commercial? No, let me just uh, okay. do that, and then we'll actually talk about a little bit more of our 55 ideas that we had. Sounds good. Uh, we'll do that after the commercial. Yeah, we'll do that so, after the commercials. Yeah. But So Museum um, Minutes with Keith. Yeah, uh, the museum's still closed. I'll, I do go over there at least uh, a couple times a week and make sure, everything everything, dusted off. make sure everything looks good. Yep, cool. we, um, <clears throat> everything's in good shape. Sweet. But uh, our new treasure, Dan Blair... He is, uh, you know, working on getting everything set up with some of the QuickBooks. Uh, you know, we were emailing, uh, or not emailing, we were texting back and forth this morning, uh, getting some of that set up. He, uh, unfortunately, to get him on to some of the uh, business accounts through the banks and things, mm-hmm. we actually have to get uh, several of our board members at the bank at the exact same time. Oh. With the uh, shutdowns, the signatories. Yeah, gotcha. Um, with the uh, all the shutdowns right now, it's a little difficult to do that. Yeah. We'll, we'll get it done soon, but uh, that's about it, really. Uh, we are, you know, something. If you're an avid listener of Whelan, and you know you maybe are a fan of the Museum of Off Road Adventure, uh, I would implore you there to to go to our website, themora.org. We don't have much on there right now, but uh, we are, for lack of better terms, hurting right now because we don't get any donations coming in um, yeah. because people are not coming in the door. Uh, so, you know, if you think that you can donate five, ten dollars something like that, a couple bucks through PayPal to the Mora. It's going to help. We still have operating costs. <laughs> yeah, we still have operating costs every year. And we really want to avoid trying to get into any of those loans that are kind of loans, kind of not. Because all that stuff there is just too risky in our opinion. Yeah. Um, so, but you know, we're based off donations. If you can donate to the museum, it's a great thing. But, and if you have anything you'd like to display, we're going to be definitely having some spaces opening up soon. I know, uh, Mr. Henry is going to be needing that sand rail back pretty quick. I know. Yeah. Uh, You know, we've had, I probably four different people have tagged us, uh, in the general patents, uh, um, command car thing. Nice. I don't know if you've seen that. I have not. Uh, general Patton from world war two, uh, his command car, which was a Dodge. I forgot what series is open top. Mm -hmm. It's the predecessor to the power wagon. Nice. Um, his actual vehicle is coming up for oh, auction wow. here soon. Cool. And people are like, Museum of Off-Road Adventure, you need this. You know, I was like... That would be awesome. So the response back has been, if you'd like to buy it and donate it to us, we would love it. <laughs> yeah. You know, we'd take That'd it. That'd be awesome. Great tax write-off for Oh, you. yeah, absolutely. You know, so... <laughs> 
Any big corporation that would like to become involved with us. Yeah, I mean, you know, go bid that baby a couple hundred yeah. thousand dollars up. And uh, cause I, I think that's kind of what people are thinking is it's going to be in the three, four, maybe half oh, a million. I can see it. I can uh, see it's, it. it's an important part of World War II history. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see where it goes. Oh, for. yeah. But, for sure. For but, sure. Uh, so but, with that, we should probably take a break here. We've been running a little long tonight. I that's know. fine. First episode back. So, yes. <laughs> so, all right. Well, sounds good. We'll see you in a minute then. Ah, spring. It means so many things. Birds, flowers, warmer temperatures, and oh, let's not forget, bugs! Don't let pesky bugs take over your home. Call ABC Home and Commercial Services. They have the solution for your spiders, wasps, box elder bugs, Asian lady beetles, cluster flies, and more. ABC Home and Commercial Services, the best in pests. Call 810-794-5678. <laughs> we're not leading with that. <laughs> I wasn't recording when I said that. Good. Don't worry. We're not leading with that. <laughs> <coughs> Pardon me. After show, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Episode fifty-five. Um, this, this we had sh- had great plans at one point. We this did because for- <laughs> you know playing on our numbers. A lot of times we do that. 55 was several things. So here's some honorable mentions for you gearheads out there. Uh, 1955 was the first year that the small block Chevrolet V8 came out. And um, it originally came out a year before my mom was born. It originally came out. Oh, wow. Uh, I thought she was born in 1917. No, no, she's not. Oh, Oh, Facebook. I forgot about that. Um, (laughs) The original was a 265 V8, became an immediate success. It was available in Chevrolet cars and trucks. 265 is in 265 cubic inch? Correct. That tiny little thing. (laughs) (coughs) Well, back then, though. It stayed the same for 56. (laughs) 1957, they came out with the 283. Which was two hundred. Which, if you got the Rochester fuel injection, which was the first year for fuel injection for mm-hmm. a Chevy, you could get the two hundred eighty-three horsepower, Ooh. and so that was a huge momentous um, moment in automotive history because many engineers believed prior to that that it was physically impossible to produce more than one horsepower per cubic inch, huh. and. The 57, 283, 283, that's actually what they called it, was the 283 slash 283, you know, 283 cubic inches, 283 horsepower. Makes sense. On paper, though, um, or I mean, not on paper, on the dyno, they actually produced about 295 horsepower. Oh, so they, they were nice. the first engine, uh, mass-produced at least, mm-hmm. to break that. So the small block Chevy was a revolutionary engine. Quite literally, it revolves. Yeah, well, it does revolve. <laughs> I'm um, sorry. <laughs> Speaking, you know, we don't need to go way into that. And that was kind of our original idea was to kind of go into the whole history and development. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll do that eventually. Yeah. We'll do more of that. Um, there was a bunch of technological advancements uh, with that, the green sand casting process, you mm-hmm. know, uh, the lost sand. Basically, prior to um, that, when they would cast an engine, it was expensive because the casting sand would all be lost. The green sand mm-hmm. was reusable. There's bunch of technological advancements as i love watching videos of sand casting stuff that's yeah. just so cool um the 
you know, tying in the museum a little bit, I'd like to throw this out there. If anybody is in possession of a 56 or 57 Chevrolet V8 engine, uh, we need one for the Napco. Let's say we have one. We do not. Yeah, we do. What do we have? It's a 56 Chevy engine. So we no, it is not. We have the fi- was- we have the 56 Napco at the museum, yeah. the first vehicle that we ever obtained, but it does not have the correct engine in it. It has a 61 oh, Chevrolet Impala yeah, yeah, engine yeah. in it. My bad. When we check the numbers on it and um in 55 the so so when i say 56 or 57 the reason there is in 55 the very first year that the chevrolet v8 came out it did not have an oil filter in the block hmm. so the 55 is the only only year remote? that was like that um it was optional the remote oil filter huh. was optional so you did not so if you had the oil filter and i don't remember the exact numbers but i want to say that if you had the remote oil filter they recommended oil changes like 2500 3000 miles on that if you didn't go for that option they recommended mm-hmm. a 1500 mile oil change Sounds about right. um in that neighborhood basically yeah. is what it was so they immediately decided they needed to put the oil filter in the block and in 56 they did That's that so a 55 block looks different from underneath yeah. than a 56 56 and 57 look the externally the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, the heads, the block, everything, even if it's a 283, which came out in 57, unless you check numbers on them, they look the same on the outside of the heads and blocks. Didn't r- r- Total side tracking here. Didn't I send you pictures of a 56 truck from a scrapyard I was in? No, once? you said you were going to. You never did. Oh, they won't be on this phone, but I still have those, and the yard's probably still got it. We'll, okay. we'll talk later on that. Um, <clears throat> when they went to 58, the engine still pretty much physically looked the same, mm-hmm. but 58 was the first year with the Chevy V8 where you could get the side motor mounts. Prior hmm. to that, the motor mounts were mounted in the front and the rear of the engine, so they were mounted on the very... Interesting. Yeah, next to the timing cover and then on the bell housing. Hmm. 58, they went to the side motor mount design. So if you look underneath, once again, it's it's an underneath thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, 55 through 57 engine is smooth on the sides and does not have a provision for motor mounts. Nice. 58 does. Uh, so our 56 Napco does not have the original engine, and the engine that's in it is extremely tired. It runs <laughs> very badly. Yeah. So we would like to put the correct era engine, at least something that looks, you know, ideally yeah. if somebody's got a 56, 265 truck engine, perfect. But any 56 or 57 engine is going to look correct. Nice. One of the reasons I knew immediately when we acquired that truck that it did not have the original engine in it is because the valve covers are wrong. And the reason mm. is um, 55 through 59, the valve cover bolts are staggered, and then in 1960, they gotcha. made the valve covers straight across from each other. Hmm. And so we have a 61 engine, so yeah. I knew right away we had a 60 or newer engine in there. And yeah, so we got a nice boat anchor. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, somebody out there, and, you know, in fact, I tell you what, I, 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 will, I was <laughs> just going to say the same thing. If you've got a rebuildable um, 56 uh, 265 V8, and for some reason, you want to go to a 61 283, <laughs> we will trade you. Oh, yeah. The engine runs. It just doesn't have any compression and on like the most of us, of the we cylinders. can probably facilitate a pickup even. <laughs> yeah, we can figure something out. Yeah. We, so the museum is in need of a 56 or 57 Chevy V8 engine. Uh, any of those will 
look right in the truck. Can so. we determine if the trans was salvageable on that? I don't uh, remember. I, you know, we haven't. We'll have to take it out and take it to a trans yeah. shop. Um, it's pretty it's a manual, it's a, right? It, yeah, it's a ball of rust. It's an SM420, but it, the date codes are correct. So even if they gut it and use the case and the top mm-hmm. cover, so and that's then, a gear driven. I might be able to do that. Yeah, you might be able to. Yeah. You might be able to. I mean, we've um, seen what happened when I do transmissions before, so maybe we don't want me to do it. Yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> I know more now, though. The other um 55 thing that you know playing on numbers we mentioned we could talk about the 55 fj 55 iron pig land mm-hmm. cruiser uh maybe we would or we could have done it maybe we'll talk about it more in the future mm-hmm. we've got one in the museum it's a yeah. cool vehicle that but, is a neat little thing uh the one that we have there's got kind of an interesting history it was used as a, a test bed for some diesel engines and things like awesome. that but uh you know, we don't really have a, a big thing for episode 55 that we're going to do here. No, I mean, part of that's our fault. but <laughs> uh, You know, and I guess not doing the FJ55 is kind of also because we do have a tentative plan for oh, yeah, yeah, episode yeah. 62 to mm-hmm. do. That was on a suggestion, and I don't remember who it was now, but we had said on air, I want to say 10 or 15 episodes ago, about how we were kind of battling between doing either the Dana 60 or the FJ60 Land Cruiser, which are yeah. both iconic parts of the off-road world we should set a vote up on four by four talk for it well but see the guy i don't remember who it was somebody one of our listeners messaged us and said do the dana 60 for episode 60 and Mm -hmm. then for episode 62 do the 60 series because the fj60 had the 60 and the 62 in it oh the 62 in the fj60s was the square headlight it was kind of like the yj of the cj platform Ah, the undesirable little brother Uh uh-huh exactly (laughs) that's exactly what it was (laughs) they were only automatics oh god in the u.s yeah exactly the fj60s were all of a cat with a hairball there (laughs) the fj60s were all manual okay and then the 62s were all automatic there are there are some it's horrifying. There are some very, and I know someone's going to yell at me. Yes, in other countries, the 62 is available with a manual. Yeah. In the US, on paper, it was only available with an automatic. There are documented <coughs> cases of a dealership in Washington importing a very small number of manual hmm. transmission 62s yes. to the U.S. legally back in the 80s. But anything that's come in since, or any other manual transmission yeah. 62s since then have either been swapped or have come in from another country. Yeah. The majority of them uh, from Canada, because you look at them, they're in kilometers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, we... That's not too bad, eh? No, but... Exactly. So uh, we were talking Somebody about that. They did. They did. Yeah. Uh, episode sixty-two. We'll do the like FJ yeah. six, the sixty series. A- episode sixty. We'll probably do the Dana sixty. Sounds good. I don't know what to do for sixty-one. I mean, oh well, yeah, we'll figure that out as we go. So I I, I got a again a little bit of a side note here. So I came clean and admitted what I did on the uh, I think it was the eighty-six noodles broadcast. So I did two things that I told all of you fine listeners out there I would never do. I ordered a new Whoa. vehicle. Oh. No, no. You, you know this. You're going to keep ripping on me until the day this happens. Uh-huh. I ordered a new vehicle. Well, pre-ordered. Uh, I, I, you I should mean, be driving a Kia. No, oh. no. I'm, I don't roll that way. I'm sorry. All right. Um, 
and I'm going to call it, it it's going to be an automatic transmission, but in all fairness, I don't think it, I mean, there's no other options in that style of vehicle. I don't think it has a transmission. That, that's the other thing. I, I, I kind of on the fence on if I'm, you know, uh, a hypocrite for ordering it because of that, or if I'm okay because it doesn't actually have a transmission. I don't know. But if you've been listening to us a long time, we covered a whole episode on this thing when it was announced. Oh, yeah. And I don't I, remember what episode it was. It was one of the early ones. It was, was within the first 10. Really? I want to say it was like five or something. Wow, that'd be early. Yeah. Um, we probably sound like idiots. Yeah, Not probably. that we don't know, but. <clears throat> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> so I, I come clean and admit to all of you listening today, I pre-ordered the Tesla Cybertruck. Mm-hmm. You're going to make our listener very proud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but to further disappoint that individual, um, they're not even going to the the one I, I ordered the tri motor option. Of course, I want the the bigger one. And yeah, I got I got a bigger number of towing capacity than you do, my friend. <laughs> you got eleven thousand pounds in your excursion. Yeah, I got fourteen thousand. Wow. My friend. Yeah, yeah. But they're not even going to start building this thing until late 2021. I was really really late to the game on the pre order. So I figure it's going to be three to four, if not five years, until I actually see this thing. And I, you might have the delay with the announcement that Elon Musk made today. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't know. Um, he basically threatened the state of California mm-hmm. that if they do not lift their bans and their stay-at-home orders and all that, then mm-hmm. he's going to pull out of California. He's going to move. Come his, to Michigan. He's going to move his plant somewhere. Actually, no, he's not, not going to want to come to no. Michigan with that. No, never mind. He, he needs to go to a red state. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, basically, he says, uh, and maybe it was fake news. I don't think it was, though. I didn't read the whole article. But apparently, yeah. I got the gist from the first little bit that I read that mm. he said, "This is ridiculous. Uh, you're killing businesses. Oh, yeah. I'm going to leave California if you don't start operating. You know, That's with some big sense. Deal. He's he's. A, I mean, he is a big deal." Well, so, uh, we did that. We did that this day in off-road history the other yeah. day. I didn't realize the Tesla plant is the former Toyota huh. um, a Tacoma plant. I didn't know. That. Now I don't know if I want it because it was built in the Toyota plant. What is Toyota Tacoma is <laughs> a U.S. built vehicle. I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, all right. So no, anyway, I, so so yeah, you ordered this, this Cybertruck. Yeah, this assumes as I mean as as we discussed, there's a lot about it. It doesn't meet the federal. Federal Motor Vehicle Safety Standards. You still need the self-driving option. No. Yes. $7,000 upgrade. No. Do you I know, don't want it. Do you know one drunk driving ticket costs you ten grand? So I'd say three grand. One. Well, that'd be the first time. So What's I'm that saying? saying? <laughs> if you get one drunk driving ticket, they say it averages about ten grand. So if, I, I you get the self, and drive. if you get the self-driving option, you wander <laughs> out to your truck and you're like, hey, hey Tesla, take me home. Hey, Tesla, take me home, you know? <laughs> I'm telling you. you is that legal? It, I'm not it. sure. Is it legal? Know. I have no idea. Are I you d- allowed to junk ride in a Tesla? Huh. I don't know. It self-drives? I mean, why? I wonder why if there's not? a support address I could email on this. <laughs> I'm sure there is. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not going to do that. You know, this, the idea, it's got a hefty price tag. It gives me a few years to figure it out. Um, but I can assure all of you listening that the day I get this, so the day, first day or two, is going to be fun. The second day, I'm going to take a hammer to the side in a couple spots, and I'm going to scratch it. And then the next day, I'm going to take it off-road it's and beat the living hell out You might not be able it. to. You want to bet? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I have sledgehammers. I'll bend it. But you know, no, that, that, I learned that from a, a customer at a place I used to work. Says, 
Guy bought a brand new truck, like seventy, eighty thousand dollar King Ranch Edition Ford, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Brought it to the shop, asked the technician for a hammer and a screwdriver. Guy's like, okay. Just gave it to him. The guy, he, you know, signed all his paperwork, walked out to the truck, hadn't even driven it at this point. Took the hammer, beat three or four dents into the side, scratched it in three or four places. As everybody there is like watching, like, what the hell are you doing? He says, mm-hmm. well, you see, now I'm going to drive it like it's my truck and I'm not going to care. I used to work with the guys that did the same thing. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I get it. So don't get me wrong. First day or two, yeah, I want it pristine. I'm going to spend that kind of money. I want to enjoy at least a day or two of it. And then it's time to break it in and welcome it to Michigan. <laughs> well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, and, you know, I'm, you know, I have pretty much vowed. I, I've I've drank the Dave Ramsey Kool-Aid big time. <laughs> uh, I'm never getting a loan for anything. I'm going to pay cash for everything. Oh, I'm going to definitely have to finance this yeah. thing. But Maybe uh, I'll start a GoFundMe. I, I think I probably the first time I have been is tempted is only in a what if situation mm-hmm. last week ford announced <laughs> as you and i have talked ford announced that they have renewed their trademark on oh, the excursion name forgot we were talking about now that. of course a bunch of people in the excursion world are like oh my god the excursion's coming back it's been rumored <laughs> for years other people are saying no they just don't want to lose that trademark in case they want to use it but apparently a number of industry insiders have said, no, we have one in the works. Uh, it's hmm. going to be another F-250 based, uh, just like the original excursion mm-hmm. was. SUV sales are on the rise. And so, you know, me being a big excursion fan, being a Ford truck fan, um, if they do this right. Yeah. Now, if they screw this up and I get some independent suspension V6 Ugh. turbo thing, no. I but, say that as I just admitted to what I did. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But if that's different. That's different. You know, if they make a um the new Super Duties are aluminum bodied, which I think is awesome. And mm. they've got the six seven diesel mm. and you get the tremor package, which gets you front and rear lockers and a winch. Yeah. So if if they make an excursion Solid axle excursion mm. with a diesel, and uh, you know you put the tremor package on that thing. It, oh. I'm, it's gonna be pretty tempting for me not to buy we, one. We gotta take these both off roading when we get them. Oh, I tell you <laughs> what, I mean, can we do a tug of war? Oh, I tell you what. I, I, apparently, there's a video of that Cybertruck doing that with an F-150, and it won. Yeah, 150. Yeah, mm, 250 is <laughs> a little different or whatever, but. So I yeah, mean, I'll still do it. Um, <laughs> Even if I know I'll lose, I'll still do it. It's I'm telling you, man. But I love it. I don't care what anyone says. I love it. I do. I like this. I like it. I and, do, are you gonna get review mirrors or no? No, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if it's an option or not. But I'll say this. Apparently, do you remember in the release video they had like a, a quad that went with it? It was like a, a custom. Quad I didn't know option. that it went with it, but not with it. But it was like part of the display, part sure. of the release. Yeah, apparently they're going to make that available too. Is it electric? I don't. I think so. You don't get that. I might. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? And if you look on the website, I don't remember the actual address, but they have like this full badass looking camping package with it. Mm-hmm. That is an absolute yes. I'm getting that. If that's an option, I'm getting it. Well, yeah, they already said that it was going to have an onboard air compressor. Yep. And There's 110 and 220 ports in this thing, so you can run your welder on the trail. Dude, yes. I'm going to bring my Synchrowave TIG welder. 
Heck yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. I, I'm going to beat the crap out of this thing. I'm going to use and abuse this thing. It's going to go off-roading. It's going to weld. It's going to charge stuff. Oh, yeah. I might use it just for the hell of it. Save. Don't have to power a house when the power's out. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, I, I'm not no, kidding. I, I'm I, dead serious. I'm going to... I'm gonna put this thing through its paces. I, and not that- <laughs> not that I ever have, but if I ever bought a brand new vehicle, not only would I use it, but it would be one of those vehicles where I would be proud to never get rid of it, and I don't have yeah. thirty, forty, fifty oh, years. Absolutely. You know that that would yeah. be me. I'd be one of those guys. <clears throat> I, I talked to a friend of mine. He pre-ordered his. It was a Model Three. Pre-ordered it two weeks after it was announced. Took him two years to get that thing. That's dedication, man. He's had it now a little over two years. I think it is. Okay. And, you know, I, I called, I talked to him almost a half hour before I made the decision to go ahead with this pre-order. And, I mean, so the pre-order is 100 bucks. I can live with that for now. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's completely, fully, totally refundable at any time from, to like, right now until the day it comes in, I could say I don't want it to get my money back. Regardless, my biggest concern was about the charging stations and the battery life. Yeah. He said it was a little over two years. When he got it, I believe he said he had about a 310-mile range on his. After two years of use, he's down to 305. Well, I, I can mean, live with that. Yeah, yeah, no, and, and they're going to get better and better and better. And that that's different. You know, that's a and car. I thought they he's said city that, driving, off-road, obviously, that's going to change. I thought they said with the Cybertruck they were aiming for like 550 or something. The well, the advertised is uh, 500 plus. Okay, yeah. So for the tri-motor option, the one that I got, uh-huh. it's 500 miles plus range. Yeah, I mean, that's respectable. Ab- absolutely. I mean, that's, that's more than what I'm driving now on a range. Yeah, I, I get I mean, about a 300 mile range on my fuel tank. Yeah. And you can charge it 110 or 220, which is awesome. Uh-huh. I mean, home charging, you can go to all these, you know, there's not many around us, but there are some charging stations. I mean, there's a cost with most of them. Some of them are free, which I didn't know. You know, and, so. and, and as a disclaimer to our listeners here, uh, you know, I don't think that John, I'm not that we don't like the environment. Mm-hmm. Not that we, uh, d- we like the idea of an electric vehicle just because it's cheap to operate. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know we don't we we have no before you go and try to correct us on four by four talk or anything like that. We have no misconceptions that this is much better for the environment. Oh, no. We fully realize that it, they're probably just as bad for the environment. It is as an, an offset of the carbon emissions because it goes, it's the power plant instead of gas. Until we, yeah, until we go fully nuclear. Uh, or more solar. Yeah. Same difference. I've been listening. Yeah, there's I've been the list- recycling thing, but if it's yeah. properly recycled, it's a minimal footprint. Yeah, no, I've been listening. The solar <laughs> thing is it, we're we're decades, if not centuries, out from solar being, being viable. Yeah, being viable. Yeah, nuclear wind turbines or yeah, water power. Bring nuclear, <laughs> man. You I mean, it'd be easy enough to build a reactor in your backyard. I'm just saying, no, no I mean, it, agencies ever, don't like that. No, they, yeah, like, I, I didn't about actually that. say that. I was kidding. I was not serious. I would never actually do that. Yeah, if anyone from the NSA is listening. Oh, yeah. they are. I am sure I'm on a list already. Not uh, not because of that, but other stuff. But. Or, yeah, the yeah, Nuclear Safety Administration. It's NSA, well, it's National it? Safety Administration. NRC, Nuclear yeah. Regulatory Commission. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. I ain't building no nukes in my backyard. Don't mm-hmm. worry. 
I ain't got the skill set. You, you for have that. heard the story about the kid that did that, right? There's a couple of them. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it was on an episode of uh, Big Bang Theory, I think, too. Didn't Sheldon build one in the basement? I don't know, but in real life, it, somebody no, did happened. do it. Yeah, a few it times. Has happened. Yeah. yeah. Some kid built a clock in a suitcase or uh, a briefcase and <sighs> brought it to school. <laughs> Dumbass. Anyways, <laughs> anyways. Um, so here you go. Here was one of our freestyle episodes. Uh, we have been all over the board. We, we've, you know, John handled the board tonight. Yeah. And yeah. I forgot. We're, we're not supervised tonight. We can do whatever we, we want. Are, I mean, we did whatever part we want. Three, I think. Something like that. Yeah. Two or three. I think it's the third time. Well, I like it, but I miss Andrew. I do, I do. It's, I miss Andrew as well, and we don't have him laughing and flipping us off. Or and I do, I do like that he's starting to kind of <laughs> shout things out in the background. Oh yeah, and, yeah. and I think he we, we heard him talking in the last two episodes. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. That was awesome. We need to hear more of that, Andrew. Um, and that was um, <laughs> All right, here. I'll say this: that was an inspiration from I Jason the Jew from the uh, <laughs> Dave and Chuck the Freak Dave and Chuck the Freak yeah. show where he kind of does that and he kind of yells yeah. off in the so background. I'll, I'll say yeah. this for all of you guys listening. I'm going to put Andrew on the spot a little bit here. Um, go on our 4x4 talk page or wheeling and just say how much you enjoyed hearing him talk and interact with you guys. Please do. Please, <laughs> please do. Please, please. We want more of this. Now that you know he's a real person. <laughs> yeah, he does exist. We're Although not he, he does him. have a Facebook page. You know, you two have your personal, or not your personal, but your your public, you've mm-hmm. got Johnny Orange, public figure, yep. and Andrew, the producer, public figure. Mm-hmm. Keith Codet does not have a public figure no, page. No, I said we didn't do that. Call it Crackhead Keith or something. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> or what, what was the one? Uh, we, we discussed that at one point when we started this, a name for you. It was some old nickname that you had, started with a K. Oh, my God. Admit it. It's in an episode somewhere. Oh, I, sure. I know where you're going with yeah, it. Yeah, but, but what is it? Okay. Bring it up now that we have more people listening. Let's yeah, see what no. they think about that for you. It's such a <laughs> stupid name. It's not even a real name. Just say it. <laughs> um, when you got to get the backstory for this. <laughs> when I was in high school, for I don't know, sophomore, or senior year, something like that, whatever, junior, senior year, I had a project where I. Um, we were doing this like travel thing through social studies and we had to represent a state and we actually had this night where we were essentially doing, I don't know what you'd call it, like a fair, like a, almost like a, a, a travel advertising fair thing. And it was a cool project put on one of our teachers. And so we were there and we randomly drew states out of a hat and my partner and I, we drew Louisiana. Mm-hmm. So, part of the project was we were supposed to contact like the main travel agency, or not travel agency, but the, the travel bureaus or whatever mm-hmm. for those states and ask for information, brochures, uh, whatever they had. So, I had written down to Louisiana and I said, you know, I wrote a nice letter. Uh, I was actually the one that did that because of the two of us, my partner and I, I was the one that was good spell. Yeah, more literate, <laughs> I guess. And um, oh, <laughs> I uh, so I had sent this nice letter and I said, you know, hey, uh, this is the project we're doing, and anything you can send to be great. Blah blah blah. All this and I don't remember what the letter said specifically. I mean, we're talking twenty years ago mm-hmm. plus now. And uh, so I sent it out. Mm-hmm. Didn't receive a thing. Didn't get anything. 
uh, prior to the event. So we just basically researched the heck out of Louisiana. Mm -hmm. And we eventually came up with this kind of roadside barbecue thing. And we built out of old barn wood a stand and we were both worked at little seizures at the time and we got little seizures to donate hot wings and we gave out hot wings nice and we basically had a roadside barbecue stand and when people came up we talked to them and part of the project was we were supposed to talk to them and try to talk them to visiting the state Mm -hmm. so we're like okay louisiana's got this and this and this and i don't remember what the hot points were at this point Mm -hmm. now but You know, besides, well, no, I mean, besides like New Orleans, yeah. You know, it was it was, it was New Orleans heavy because that's like their their jewel of their state. Mm-hmm. You know, but we're talking about all of the, the awesome things in Louisiana, and at that point, I'd never even been Louisiana. <laughs> now I've been there like nice. six or seven times, but um, so Louisiana li- listeners chime in on four by four talk dot com or four by four talk at Facebook, facebook.com slash four by four. There you go. That's what it is. <laughs> Uh, or just search 4 by 4 talk yeah. from your browser. Tell us the best place to get beignets in New Orleans. Beignet? That'd be like CVS. Beignets. No, they're like a they're like a <laughs> fluffy powdered donut thing. They're pretty oh, damn good, and they serve them hot. You're speaking my language. I know. I know. Stephanie can tell you all the about the beignets. They're, we had them a couple of years ago when we were in New Orleans right nice. down there. Down. But anyways. 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 Yeah. So, uh, so we did this hot wing stand. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, we, we aced the whole project and this and that. So... Like, I think it was probably two, three, four weeks after the project happened, after we did the travel fair, after everything, mm-hmm. I get this huge package in the mail <laughs> at the school because we, we weren't even allowed to use our own home addresses. They told us we had to mail everything to school. So they were so concerned the about student safety back then. Even. Yeah, they nice. were. Uh, so they, they bring this thing down, and they had taken the letter I sent them, and they had cut out with a pair of scissors my name. Mm-hmm. And they, like a letter will do, where you type your name and then you sign your name, mm-hmm. they had taken and scissored out that whole section and they had scissored right through the type portion. <laughs> but they had taken the signature portion. Mm-hmm. So mind you, my, my, my name's typed there. It's very yeah. obvious. Keith Codet, <clears throat> that is my name. Mm-hmm. And they circled... My signature. I, I got to say, for the record, I've never heard this much of the history on this story. So, so keep going. This okay. is great. So they circled my name, mm-hmm. which I don't know. Have you ever seen my signature? Have you ever made fun of my signature? Because it seems like everyone makes so. fun of my Not signature. Yet. We're still well, right uh, I, I have nothing. Um, yeah, okay, fine. You're going to make me sign my signature. You want me to sign one for you? Sure. Oh, my God. You're going to do this. So, and there's even a story behind why my signature is what it is. Okay. But, oh, I can't. Not with a marker. Um. Okay, that is my signature. Okay. Huh. Yeah, you can read that, right? I'm keeping You're keeping that? Yeah. Uh, so they circled my signature, mm-hmm. and they then took a line and drew it across, and then they wrote next to my signature, which my underneath, mind mm-hmm. you, is typed. Yeah. It is typed. It says Keith Codet. They wrote Crutz Crody. Question mark? <laughs> nice. Yeah, that became a nickname for the rest of high school. Only a number of people, but yeah. Crutz nice. Crody. 
And what are you doing? Oh, shit, I got that are you trying to fake my signature? No, I, I signed mine with it as well. So I'm going to keep that paper with two of your signatures, mine, and the date. Your signature is just as terrible as mine. Yeah, I know. And I got some ink on your table. I'm sorry. Oh, whatever. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, it was, it was, and, and after that, it was like, really? Whoever looked at this could look at the signature. And I'm not, I'm not saying the state of Louisiana as a whole, but whoever uh-huh. happened to process that didn't know they could look at the type portion and realize what my name was. <laughs> so they were trying to decipher my signature. Now, my signature is really bad. You would admit my yeah. signature oh, yeah. is unreadable. Yes. And the reason behind that was is my signature <laughs> used to be all pretty cursive. If anybody's old enough to remember cursive. I remember having to learn that crap. Yeah, it's long gone. Do, a, they, do they even teach that anymore? I don't think so. Last I heard, they teach. We've got a little one over there. Do they still I, teach? Hey, Kyle, do they still teach cursive? Is it cursive or just your signature they're teaching now? Uh, oh, okay. Wow. So that's pretty bad. So I like had to take special classes because my writing was so bad. I had to take an extra class, like one or two days a week, to learn how to write better in that. Oh, well, as you know, um, start but... <laughs> starting in the late nineties, I started to have a lot of problems with my wrists. Yeah, and my right, I'm right-handed. My right hand um, started to seize up and do all these crazy things. And my mm. my handwriting used to be actually, if you look at my handwriting from when I was in high school, mm-hmm. it was fantastic. If you look at my handwriting from when I was in college, it is terrible. You ever see a chicken with a pencil or pen writing? Pretty much the same thing here. Yeah, that's what mine looks like. Always. Okay. Oh, okay. Always. And it was because my hands were so stiff. And I had, I started signing my signature all the mm-hmm. time because I had to do that for college all the time. Which, side note, I, I do you know your driver's license by heart? Yes. Oh, why? I don't remember why. I just know it. <laughs> I had to because when I went to college, you had to pick a student ID number, and your student ID number could either be your social security number or your driver's license number, and I, for whatever reason, said, I'll use my driver's license number. That's smart because your social would be... It's stupid. <laughs> I wrote my driver's license number like five times a day for like four years when I went to college. Jeez. And so I'll go in. I still go in sometimes when I have to take a business check for one of my jobs mm-hmm. into the lumber store or whatever. And they're like, well, we need a driver's license number. I just rattle it off. And they're like, why do you know your driver's license? <laughs> so, there was a time I used to know all my credit and debit card numbers. My parents, not for any uncool reasons. I just I was yeah, entering BS. the information so much all the time. Oh no, I, I seriously for about six years remembered three different credit card numbers of theirs. I don't think I've ever memorized a credit card number. Uh, I could tell you my debit card number right now. What is it? I could. I said. Oh, okay. <laughs> I need the expiration date. The three digit code in the back, please. Well, it expires three twenty three. I can tell you that. Oh, much. okay. <laughs> Well, anyways, you're not gonna get. I'm so my my signature, my hands were so bad, and and I I could barely write. I eventually, as you know, I've had four surgeries on my hands, yeah. and they work great again. But I could go back to my old signature, and I did there for a short time. Mm-hmm. I actually had a couple checks flagged. <laughs> By my bank. And they're like, this isn't your signature. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I just went I back that, to doing that same weird signature I've done for years now. I had that happen to me, too. They, they, Some new teller at the bank. I always went to the same lady. She retired. Mm. So there was another lady I went to who you know was fine. But there was a new girl one day because the other lady was busy. 
And yeah, I signed it. It's like, oh, this doesn't match the account. I'm like, that's how I sign everything. Well, what's on your driver's licenses? I shorted my driver's license. Says, well, this is different. It says, yeah, because that's my full name. That's not how I sign my name. They had me sign it for this. I sign it like this. Yeah. It was a five-minute thing back and forth. She almost wouldn't give me the money. I went to make a deposit. And she made me sign a new signature card, and they updated all my file and everything. So, yeah. If I'm signing my full name, it's different than the way I just signed for stuff. See, you, you actually signed different between your full name and, yeah. like, whatever? Well, yeah. My, my, my main signature is just, you know... I just go, but my full name, my full signature, there's a lot more of it to fit in a smaller box, so I have to write it different. I normally I, just I I've sign never my had first different name. ones. Oh, I do. I just signed. Well, I mean, as you see on the <coughs> signature, I did. Yeah. I signed a very sloppy cursive version of the letter K, so I, I and then the rest uses, of it is basically a squiggle. I know a guy who uses a smiley face, and another guy who uses let's just call it two oblong circles and uh, a pillar. What? Watch me. Circle. Circle. You can explain to me in off air. Uh, it's <laughs> I, I'm not really fully understanding it. It's a, a very dirty way to sign a signature for a uh, a guy. Oh. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I do? That's, uh, no, that's like on his driver's license. That's legally how he signs You know everything. what's funny is uh, to... Kind of prevent credit card fraud. Mm-hmm. If I ever sign something where there's a screen, one of those electronic screens, mm-hmm. where I have to sign my signature, I yep. sign my regular signature, but I have a smiley face after it. Yeah, that, that's kind of their idea with the same thing. So if I ever get something from a place and they're like, oh, you signed for this in person, mm-hmm. uh, no, I didn't. Yeah. I always do it. And I mean... Mm-hmm. Now everybody knows, so people can steal it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> they can't match the rest of it, and only I've seen the rest of it. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So, so. I, We're probably running way oh, late. Oh, we are man. way over, so my friend. I, I, I think we should. I'm going to apologize to Andrew right now because we, we went really long with he this. He may one. need to cut some of this. I, no, I hope he doesn't. But yeah, I mean, you know, cut what's obvious, but yeah. <laughs> please leave that bird. That Folks, uh, <laughs> he, I, I'm going to leave you with this uh, on this, and then I'm going to let Johnny do his sign-off. Um, episode 56 will be our next episode. I can only think of a couple of minor things that would have to do with 56, and they're, they're not by any means huge historic points in automotive or 4x4 history. So if you have something out there where you're like, hey, um, if you want to play on the number 56, we would love to hear from you. We need to hear from you pretty quickly, like on 4x4 Talk or something on Facebook. Let us know and be like, hey, yeah. for episode 56, or if you just have some off-the-wall topic, automotive history or something. I got one. You already do. Yes. Could interview my mom. She gave birth to the legend that is Johnny Orange that became Whelan. In 1956? She was born. Oh, she was born. The beginning of the legend. Do you really want to? I mean, I'm down. <laughs> I'm okay, totally please, <laughs> please, if somebody out there has a better option than interviewing Johnny Orange's mom, please, please, oh. please. Uh, Even what? if you don't, we won't actually do it. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's going to happen now. 
Um, but we need to know what should we do for 56? Uh, not that we don't have ideas. We have tons of ideas for shows, things we've talked about in the past or we'll we'll figure something out that'll appease everybody. Yeah. But if you, if you're like, oh man, 56, there's gotta be this. I mean, if you really want us to talk about the T56 six speed transmission, we can do that. Although, (laughs) I mean, it's not a great four by four transmission, but you know, if there's something else out there that it has the number fifty six in it, or if in nineteen fifty six this happened in the four by four world, uh, beyond, uh, I know one part of the topic we can do. What's that? We got to go into the Napco again. <sighs> you know, fifty six Napco. We maybe we should. Maybe we should. Okay, we'll folks. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it Give out. Give us some suggestions. Let us know what you would like to hear. If we don't hear from you, well, then we're just going to call my mom and go from there. So, John, John do <laughs> your up, thing, buddy. Hey, do you got your uh, your little list of stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did forget about that. Thank you for the reminder. Yeah. Um, and remember oh, we had some additions last week, or did you not write them down, or what? I don't remember the last week's ones, but I remember the other one. So, if you guys have any questions or comments about any of our episodes, feel free to join our 4x4 Talk page on Facebook. Leave us a comment. Find that with a quick search for 4x4talk, using numbers, not the words, uh, or facebook.com slash groups slash 4x4talk. For any more bonus content, make sure to check us out on patreon.com slash Radio. Access to those $2 a month gets you a lot of extra bonus content you can listen to and enjoy. Um, if you are watching us on YouTube, or listening in this case this week, don't forget to hit the thumbs up button bottom of the video player. Make sure to hit subscribe so that you see content from us. And again, a huge shout out to Mr. Andrew, the producer. Thank you again, sir. Uh, without this, sh- um, without your skills, this show would not be possible. Thank you greatly for that. Much appreciated. And as always, thanks for listening, and have a good one, everybody. Absolutely. <laughs>